Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, where we read through the Bible in one year, just a few chapters each day. Today is March 11th, and it marks the day where we enter into the book of Joshua. Such a powerful book, such a powerful leader. I'm going to preface the book of Joshua with a summary of the first few chapters to help paint a clear picture of what's happening here. So Joshua becomes leader and begins a conquest of Canaan. On the death of Moses, Joshua, being appointed to succeed him in the government of the Israelites, was installed into the kingly office by Eleazar, the high priest, and with the universal approbation of the people. To encourage him in the great work he had to undertake, the Almighty expressly commanded him, as he had done also with his servant Moses, to lead the people over the Jordan, telling him that every place on which they should tread will be their own, and that no man be able to come or stand against him. That, in like manner as he had been with Moses, so he would be with him, and that he might be assured he would never forsake him. Encouraged by these divine assurances, Joshua ordered the officers to proclaim throughout the camp that within a few days they will pass the Jordan, in order to possess the land which the Almighty had promised them, and that they should provide themselves with the proper necessities on the occasion. He then called together the leaders of the tribes of Reuben and Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, whom he reminded of the promises they had made to Moses, and entreated them not only for his sake, but also for their own, to fulfill their covenant. They faithfully promised to comply with his request, and that they would be equally obedient to him as they had been to his predecessor. Opposite to Joshua's camp stood the city of Jericho, which of course must be the first place he would have to attack after passing the river Jordan. As a necessary precaution, he sent two spies to take a view of the strength and situation of that city and to learn the disposition of the inhabitants. So they were able to enter the city and walk about the city and spy the land. And they were able to walk among the streets without any confrontation. On the close of the day, they took up their residence in the house of a woman named Rahab, where, after refreshing themselves, they retired to rest. In the meantime, information had been given to the king that there were two spies in the city and that they had concealed themselves in the house of Rahab. On this, the king immediately dispatched proper officers to go seize them. But Rahab, who had been previously informed of this before their arrival, had secreted the two spies under some stalks of flax on the roof of their house. All right, so I like Rahab. She's risking her life to stash the two spies up in the roof, covered up with some flax. So uh, with that preface, let's go ahead and uh, read these first two chapters, uh, one and two of the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter one. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this river Jordan, you and all these people, into the land which I do give you, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread, that I have given to you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness of this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, 
All the land of the Hittites and into the great sea toward the west shall be your coast. There shall not be any man able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you, nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for unto these people shall you divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Turn not from it to the right or to the left. Stay the course, that thou may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth, but you shall meditate herein day and night, that you may observe to do according all that is written therein. For then you shall make the way prosperous, and you shall have good success. Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Go through the camp and tell the people to get their provisions ready. In three days you will cross the Jordan River and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. And to the Reubenites and to the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke, saying, Remember the word which Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you, saying, The Lord your God has given you rest and has given you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But your strong warriors, fully armed, must lead the other tribes across the Jordan to help them conquer their territory. Then you shall return into the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on this side of the Jordan, toward the sun rising in the east. And they answered Joshua, saying, All that you command us we will do, and wherever you send us we will go. According as we listened unto Moses in all things, so we will listen to you. Only the Lord thy God will be with you, as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your orders and does not obey your words and everything you command will be put to death. So be strong and courageous. Joshua chapter 2 And Joshua the son of Nun sent out of Shittim, or Acacia Grove, two men to spy secretly, saying, Go spy the land, especially around Jericho. So they went out and spied the land, and came into a prostitute's house named Rahab, and they lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in tonight of the children of Israel to spy out our land. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth these men that have come to you, that are staying in your house, because they have come to spy out my land. But Rahab the prostitute took the two men and hid them, and then said, Yes, they were here earlier, but they have left, and I do not know where they went. They left the town at dusk, as the gates were about to close. If you hurry, you can probably catch up with them. Well, she had actually taken them up to the roof and hidden them beneath bundles of flax she had laid out. So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shallow crossings of the Jordan River, and as soon as the king's men had left, the gate of Jericho was shut. And before the spies laid down to rest, Rahab went up to them on the roof, and she said to the men, 
I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land are in fear because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did unto the kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan, Sion and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts melted, and there didn't remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house, and give me a true token, and that you will save my father's life and my mother and my brothers and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death and the man answered her our life for yours if you utter not our business and it shall be when the lord has given us the land that we will deal kindly and truly with you then she let them down by a cord through the window for her house was upon the town wall and she dwelt upon the wall and she said to them Get up to the mountain, lest the pursuers capture you, and hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers have returned. Afterward, you may go your way. Before they left, the men told her, We will be bound by the oath we have taken only if you follow these instructions. When we come into the land, you must leave this scarlet rope hanging from the window through which you let us down. And all your family members, your father, mother, brothers, and all your relatives, must be here inside the house. If they go out into the street and are killed, it will not be our fault. But if anyone lays a hand on people inside this house, we will accept the responsibility for their death. If you betray us, however, we are not bound by this oath in any way. And Rahab said, According to your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed. She bound the scarlet rope, in the window. And they went and came into the mountains and stayed there three days until the pursuers had returned. They had searched for them everywhere, but could not find them. Then the two spies came down from the hill country. They crossed the Jordan River and reported back to Joshua all that had happened. The Lord has given us the whole land, they said, for all the people in the land are terrified of us. Yep, so it's about to get real for Jericho. Now, something interesting here. One of the worst global pandemics of influenza occurred in 1918 to 1919. About 20 million people, including more than 500,000 Americans, died in this pandemic. On this day in 1918, the first cases of Spanish flu were reported in the United States when 107 soldiers became sick at Fort Riley, Kansas. By the end of 1920, nearly 25% of the U.S. population had suffered from this deadly flu. Worldwide, more than 1% of the population had died in the relentless pandemic. The origin of the flu was never determined, though it started somewhere in Asia. The name Spanish influenza came about because Spain had such a high number of cases. Looking into these scriptures, Jericho was about to experience something far worse than a pandemic. God was about to strike the city in judgment as his people moved to take over the promised land. 
When Joshua sent spies into the city, he realized that victory could only be achieved by God's help. When the spies returned from Rahab's house, it was more than apparent that God had already been at work to accomplish the dream of the promised land. Rahab told the spies that 40 years before, the inhabitants of Jericho knew they would be defeated because they had heard how God had brought Israel through the Red Sea. She wondered what had taken them so long to come. Looking deeper, God often uses the unlikely and unlovely in his work. Who could have guessed that God would use a prostitute to play a major role in conquering Canaan's first city? God always goes before us in battle. Long before the Israelite spies had arrived at Rahab's house, God had been dealing with her concerning the Israelites' destiny. We suffer so much for our unbelief. The Israelites had spent 40 needless years in the wilderness, not realizing that ever since the Red Sea, the enemy knew he was defeated. God always takes care of those who take care of his servants. Rahab and her family would be spared the destruction because she had reached out to help. Faith sees what can be, not what is. The spies returned full of hope, saying, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear. Let's pray. Help me to remember, O Lord, that you have already won the victory at Calvary. Satan is now a defeated foe. May I move forth in faith and confidence. Amen. God bless you. We'll meet again in Joshua chapter 3.